All right, we're gonna have a new addition to why I left the left. Uh, this is Brian Gray edition. So we're gonna just hop right to it. I'm gonna do a little. All right, gonna jump right to it, and here we go. Boy Bryson back again. Uh, first off, I got a mega chain. I love it. Uh, I do have a Patreon. If you guys want to support it, it will be in the bio. Uh, my podcast called Great Area is on Spotify, and that link will also be in the bio. And uh, also, finally, have a little bit of merch. I will get some more as it goes on. I don't have enough money to get a lot of merch, but that will also be in the bio. That's if you want to support me. Uh, there's ways to support me in the bio. But what I want to talk about today is gonna make that money, baby. Why I left the left. So I've <clears throat> seen. Again, when he means left, he means center-right, which is the Democratic Party. He, he went center-right, further right. Any of my interviews, uh, you would know that I used to be a Democrat. And a lot of people wonder why. Like, isn't it a, a big 180 to go from uh, supporting Bernie Sanders to supporting Trump? And okay. Okay. Bernie Sanders is an independent who caucuses with Democrats because politically Democrats are the closest to Bernie. Okay. And at most Bernie, Bernie is a democratic socialist, but his policies are social Democrat. Okay. So they're still capitalists, but they're for strong safety nets, um, college tuition, um, economic rights. That's basically what it is. So he he went from a Bernie supporter to a Trump supporter. Well, that makes sense because both of them were in 2016. They both of them were running as um, outsiders because you know Bernie's an independent and who's hated by the media, and Trump is um, was a uh, a businessman who was hated by the media. So I can see the overlap. And the answer is simply no. And the reason why is because a lot of people don't understand how it works. I grew up in the black community. I grew up in what's considered to be black culture. I went to public school all of my life. Um, and that's just how I grew up. And, and the one thing that's consistent in the majority of cases is we grow up being taught we have to be Democrat. It's literally... No. No, I've never... I, I've never felt that I was... That I was taught that I had to be Democrat. It's interesting, like a lot so far, because the there was a Tory one, the Tory why I left the left. I think she was my first one. Um she also said, like, oh, we socially constructed to believe that black people vote Democrat. No, it's just that black people vote Democrat because historically speaking, in recent history, the Democratic Party has been putting in policies that have benefited black people. So black people have voted for them. That's it. It's just people voting in their best interest. But like, if you're black, you don't have to vote Democrat. A default setting. There's no not being a Democrat. It's simply a default setting for black people to grow up and be Democrats in the black community and in black culture. And mo anybody from the black community will tell you that. So it's generational. So when it's generational, the hardest thing to do is break that mental curse. 
So the question is how to break the mental curse. And how I did it. I, I don't see it as a, as a mental curse. I mean, think about it. There are some of you right now are white conservatives who your parents are white conservatives and your parents' parents have been white conservatives. But if you go back further enough, especially if you're in the South, they were Democrat. Well, what was the change? You know, I mean, this kind of thinking, you can apply that to being a Republican. If you've always been a lifelong Republican or conservative, you're part of that same curse he's talking about as far as generationally, like everyone in your family votes Republican, you've grown up in a Republican household, and that this, mean, this means that you need to break the curse and vote Democrat. No, your politics shouldn't be dictated by your race, and it shouldn't be dictated by the opposition. Like a lot of liberals and some lefties voted Democrat, even though they don't even like Joe Biden, because they really don't like um, Trump. I think that's stupid. I think that you should vote for the candidate that best suits your your policies. Your as an individual, as it uh, as an individual, what are the policies that you want to go for, and then vote in favor of that. Don't vote against. Does that make sense? Like you shouldn't base your policies on what you're against, but what you're for. Personally, is. I used to be a liberal. I used to consider myself super pro-black. Marcus Garvey. Super pro-black. See, and this, and like so far, a lot of his music has been talking about why do people call me a coon? Why do people call me a Uncle Tom? And he's equating being pro-black with being liberal. And the thing is, is that you can be a conservative and still be pro, uh, pro-black. Um... Like I said, Dr. Umar is someone who is a black conservative who is very much pro-black. And he's like, I used to be super pro-black. And it's like, so what are you now? You know, all this Black Panther, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is how I was taught. My, grandma, my grandmother was a Black Panther, right? And I was taught I was oppressed. I was taught we were victims. Your grandmother was a Black Panther? Man, Black Panthers are one of the things that were a huge threat about the Black Panthers because, you know, we, we talk about police brutality. There weren't cell phones or videotape recordings then. Okay, the earliest that really popped off was, um, happened in the 90s in LA, I forgot his name because there's so many, but he was the first. And, um, that sparked a, a riot. But before then, like cops could just do all kinds of horrific things to you as a black person and no one could do anything. There was no recording. And so the Black Panthers were basically like, hey, we are going to be self-sufficient. We're going to police our own communities and we're going to follow around, you know, cops when they're in our communities to make sure they don't do anything. They were for the second amendment in many respects, the Black Panthers were very right-wing as far as being independent. And to then just reject all of that because you interpret that as being oppressed. Remember, when the founder, one of the founders was assassinated by the government. So, like, 
and your grandmother was a part of that and to then be like i i don't know i it's just it just blows my mind to have that firsthand witness within your family of someone who's like this is the history that's going on and then just be like nah and just reject you're like i don't know man that's that's crazy but all right we'll let them keep talking i was taught we didn't get treated the same i was taught we didn't have all of our rights so as a bernie supporter the reason i supported bernie i didn't know nothing about politics nothing the reason i supported bernie is because he yelled he sounded good and he, and he always catered to you know he always talked about racism and this and this and this and as a person who was taught that racism was real i felt like oh man you know yeah he knows you know, I, I don't think he understands racism. I think, again, I think that for a lot of conservatives, when they think of racism, they think of explicit racism, calling someone the N word, um, white hoods, burning crosses on the lawn, that sort of thing. Oh, you can't, black people can't eat here, that sort of thing. But no, it's not. It's implicit. It's it's built within the system. And no, that doesn't mean that there is a law that's saying black people can't do that. It's, it's, okay. So for example, uh, gonna let him talk. I used to argue with my daddy all the time because he was a Hillary supporter. He used to say Bernie was crazy, but in my mind, I'm like, no, he's loud, he's rowdy, you know, this and this. So you agree with Bernie because he's loud and rowdy, just like Trump, who's loud and rowdy? Now, Hillary sucked. Hillary sucked. There, um, on one of my videos, I'll, I'll maybe I'll play it at the end of this one. Um, there was a Black Lives Matter supporter who was trying to hold Hillary accountable for her cheerleading of the 1994 crime bill. And Hillary just, Hillary's cronies had her walked out and... The crowds were, were hissing and, and booing, not Hillary, but the, the, the black woman or girl who was um, trying to hold Hillary Clinton accountable. So, you know. And then I started arguing with people online. I used to argue with Republicans online, right, about, you know, Bernie Sanders. And I always found myself attacking other, uh, 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 other people. Oh, that were Republicans, and, and if you were black, you was Republican. Where I'm from, you, you know, all the same names they call me now is what I used to call people. You know, Coon, Uncle Tom, things of that nature. But I started realizing I didn't like doing that. Like, why couldn't I just continue? Why couldn't I stay on topic? So, why why not? That's a good question. Why not? Like, cause I I don't go around. Um, well, I did in the past video. And I, I don't I don't do that anymore, and I'm still still on the left. I mean, you don't you don't have to do that. You can stay on topic, and if you can't stay on topic, then you should educate yourself on the topic that you're unable to stay on, so that when it comes up again, you can stay on topic and hold people accountable, question people's belief, and not be afraid of questioning your own belief. That's very important. It's very important to always self-analyze. Where are you in the political compass? Like, what are your true beliefs? What are policies that you're for that um, express that? Well, I said, you know what? I'm about to research. My whole purpose of researching was to out-argue 
Republicans online. Okay. Right? But as I was researching, I'm like, because first I'm, 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 you know, looking up, I'm on Bernie Sanders' website, looking up what he believes in, and, and off the rip socially, I didn't agree with nothing. Literally not one thing. Because I grew up in a church about this church, and a lot of a lot of stuff like that goes on now. We're not with we we you know I never was with that, and I used to argue with the LGBT community online even while I while I identified as a Democrat. Okay, so you are either transphobic or homophobic. All right. So I'm looking up what Bernie Sanders is for, and I'm like. Yo, I'm not, I'm not with none of that. I'm not, I don't agree with any of this. What are we talking about? The only thing I felt like I agreed with at the time was his, you know, pro-black stances, but other, every single thing socially, other than that, I was like, y'all don't agree with this. So I said, well, let me go to the economic side. My parents owned a beer store and I was helping them run the beer store. So I know what it takes to start a business. I know what it takes to to open a business. I you know I know what these things taste. I, I I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, so I always wanted to start things from scratch. But that's what looking at what he believed, you know, economically, and it's almost like he hated the rich people. It's like he was jealous, like he was jealous of rich people. He just hated them. And no, no, just because you you're putting taxes on rich people. It's not because you hate them, but that's economically, that's where the money is. And just because your parents own a beer store doesn't mean that they're rich. I mean, this is, this is what I'm talking about. It's like, that's how poor of a nation we've become. Like there are people in this country that literally think that 40,000, if you make $45,000 a year, that's a lot of money. That if you own a small business, like a store, you're, you're rich or wealthy or something like that. No, you're not. You're, you're just an average person. Now, if you're making like 400 grand annually, okay? Now, now you're getting there. But it, I don't know. If you're, if you're a mom and pop store, you're not rich. And imposing taxes and taxing large corporations like Amazon that pays no taxes, Walmart, all these big, corporations, it actually benefits mom and pop stores who are trying to get a leg up because mom and pop stores are more likely to pay taxes than the large corporations. So if Bernie Sanders comes in, imposes taxes on these big corporations, it actually helps small mom and pop stores because they're paying taxes anyway. And the taxes that are going to be imposed aren't going to be put on them. Then I'm like, hold on. Hold on. I don't agree with any of this. I just simply don't agree. This is not how I was raised. This is not my values. So then I started looking up a few of, you know, a few of the Republican candidates' platforms, right? I started with Ted Cruz. I'm like, now I, I align more with this because I, I like guns. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm confused. <sighs> you know, so, so I'm researching. I'm looking. And then... I started watching the primaries and Trump is just so entertaining. You can't, you can't take your eyes off of him. And as a person that grew up in a black community and I was a rapper, a popular one in North Carolina, I was performing at HBCUs and everything. As a person that come from that, I've never disliked Trump. I've never called Trump a racist. Trump has always had that sort of odd intersectionality with um, 
rap and hip hop because if you look at his house and his lifestyle, like it's literally a rapper's lifestyle, you know, and Trump has always sort of interjected himself like with like Mike Tyson and stuff like that, or like with a Snoop Dogg, there's always been that sort of weird of like, um, ghetto fabulous and, and, and Trump because Trump to rich people, he's, he's considered ghetto. I'm going to be completely honest with you. He's considered really ghetto. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's so appealing to the rest of America, whether you're black or, you know, white, because every person can relate to them. Because if you had a lot of money, you would probably do exactly what Trump is doing because most wealthy people don't act like Trump. Most wealthy people have common sense to not flaunt their wealth to always invest their wealth and just walk around like I mean look at freaking Bill Gates he he look he look he dresses like uh, Mr. Rogers all the time. Trump was a part of culture. Trump was a positive part of culture. We all wanted to be. I like agree Trump. with that. Yeah, that so intersectionality. Trump, like this is cool, you know. And he wasn't politically correct. He just talked like a regular human being. He, he wasn't trying to really impress nobody. He was just trying to tell you what he believed in. And I feel like he was speaking to me and for me. And I don't know if y'all remember, but uh, I don't know if it was a 100-day plan or like a 100-policy point plan. I don't I remember, but I remember I read it. I read the whole thing, and I was like, I literally agree with like 85% of this, right? I started talking to my parents and telling them this. And they was like, no, my parents, like, I, like one day I'm going to have my dad and my mom on my podcast so they can tell y'all the type of arguments we were getting in when I started realizing this. I didn't really go out, you know, publicly yet with, with liking Trump. But, you know, my parents, you know, disagree with me. But I'm like, no, this is what this is how I was raised. This is how y'all I feel that a lot of the way his, his, um, polit his politics are really informed by his emotions because like he really hasn't said any policy at all. He's only talked about the sort of superficial, oh, he's loud and he says negative things about Hispanics and other people and women and stuff like that. So that's, that's what makes him cool. But so far, he hasn't said any policies at all. Raise me for the most part, so this is what I believe. So I started posting, you know, some of my conservative values on Facebook, and people were just like, Bryson, what are you doing? What are you turning into? So people started like going in on me. It used to be like one, it was like 20 people versus only me on my Facebook comments, you know, because you know, I've never been pro-choice. I've never been pro-choice. Never. You know what I'm saying? I've always been super religious. You know, so it's like, I, I don't understand how, as a black person that grew up in about the church, how we allowed to left at all. So, you know, I, I kept arguing with my parents. I, I kept, you know, talking about my conservative values online, abortion, economics, and things of that nature. And I started becoming hated. I started becoming real controversial in my local area on Facebook. Then I bought a Trump hat, a regular, a regular Trump hat. Right, and I, I took it home. Uh, I'm telling everybody I support Trump. I don't even care at this point. People already hate me, so hate me more. I support Trump. 
I started getting, people started sending me um, articles of people getting beat up for wearing a Trump hat. People started sending me threats in my DMs that if I see you in the MAGA hat, this is going to happen. So I saw a video, because I, I used to just hunt for other, you know, black conservatives, like that was Trump supporters, to watch. So I found It's really wild to see someone go, I was always taught that I was oppressed, and then choose gravitate towards an ideology that gives that impression right like you would you would think that if you're someone who doesn't want to be oppressed that you wouldn't gravitate towards a political philosophy that makes you feel feel oppressed or that people are trying to censor you uh, of some kind but it's it's interesting King face. I found Osig. I found Mikhail Crump. I found Candace Owens. You know, Brandon Tate. I'm fine. I'm like, okay, yeah. So King face had this video with this big MAGA hat. He was like, "Do I look like somebody you can slap to somebody else?" I'm like, I bought it instantly. Then I told everybody, "This is how. This is how I'm coming. I support Trump. Period." I started daring people for me to go places with the big MAGA hat on. They used to tell me to go, I basically want to go to uh, the mall Saturday night prime time. So I would go to the mall with the big mega hat on and, and just do it. Because at this point, people already hated me for my conservative values. So now I'm a Trump supporter. And I'm going hard for Trump for the simple reason that you think you can stop me from liking somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I red pill myself. See, this is uh, another reason why, um, like, the... The Trump supporter or conservatives, they love the oppression. Like they love like getting people to hate on them. It fuels them. They, they're just like, yes, come on, yes. And I'm just like, I'm not that kind of person in general, but it doesn't work, you know? Like um, being on the left, um, you get a lot of people who disagree with you like a lot of people don't like my personal choices okay i didn't vote for either um trump or biden so i get a lot of hate for that and i'm and it doesn't fuel me i'm just like whatever i feel that if you really believe in democracy then what you would want is people to vote and that's what i'm all about i'm all about voting i'm like dude if you didn't vote i'm more angry at people who don't vote than people who who do vote I'm not angry at all if, if people do vote, but I really want people to vote because the more people who vote, the more of a representative democracy that we're going to have. Right now, half of the country, like roughly 60% of the country is represented right now um, because only 60% voted uh, last time. And then you got a quarter here, quarter there. You know, uh, you know from that half... Then you have half who voted for Democrats, half who voted for Republicans, you know, so. By wanting to win arguments against Republicans, and what I ended up finding out is I align more with the Republican Party. And it's just simple. And, and, and but I'm going to be honest, the GOP sucks with marketing. If you want to reach people like me, it's not going to be with a person that wears suits all the time that talks politically correct and, 
and talk and never uses slang on it. Nothing is wrong with that. I mean, if you want to reach people like me and people from where I grew up from, that's not gonna cut it. You need people like me. You need people like Kingface. You need people like Brandon Tatum. Um, I agree with what he's saying. If, but the problem is, is that it's also, um, policy. You need to come. With, the whole thing he's saying is based off of his Christian values. Right, so he's anti-LGBT, and he's pro-life. And oddly enough, even though he he's come from a Christian background, which means that he should revere the the poor and not revere the rich, he reveres the rich nevertheless because his parents own a, a store. Um, even though that still doesn't make them rich, they're well they're probably well off, and I'm happy for them. I'm happy, you know, I'm pro small business. I'm a you know pro small business um but he hasn't offered any policies and he hasn't backed up why those policies would be good for the black community and like i said going back his grandmother who was a black panther was pro second amendment and about taking responsibility for your own community that's literally what the black panthers were about and he totally rejected that and decided to go with um with Trump, and then also he was saying before how he was pro-black. So it's not even so much, one thing it is marketing, you, you, you want to have more black faces, but the problem is the GOP doesn't want that. What they cater to is white identity politics, um, number one. And number two, um, you need to have policy. This whole thing, it's like he, went with Trump because he liked that he, that intersectionality between him and hip hop, he's all gaudy and flaunts about his wealth and doesn't care. Meanwhile, I just wanna say, Trump wasn't trying, remember Trump TV? Trump honestly thought that he was gonna lose, he was trying not to, it, he was just using it as a way to 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 boost his his profile you know that's how he made his money he made his money off of his name you know all those buildings and stuff he would just slap his name on that um so yeah i think i think bryson is right i think that what the gop needs to do get more black people actually like there are no there are no black people the the last black person in uh trump's ad administration was amorosa She's gone now. Oh, um, what's his name? HUD. Oh God, he's a doctor. I can't think of think of him. His name. Um, except for that guy. There's no one else. Um, and get more black people. Um, marketing. I agree. And policy. You need to show where Republican policies have helped a community. And show how, like, hey, this can help black communities. We can really change the world right now. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like we are a few steps behind where we should be, even though we're making we're making ground. But I red pill myself, and um, that's my story of of, of how I of, of why I left the left and how I became a Trump supporter. And and it, it was all out of curiosity and just doing my own research. Um, so if any of you experience this or you know somebody that could benefit from watching this, please share it. 
Um, and like I said, there's ways to support me below. Uh, but my name is Bryson Gray. This is why I left the left. Thank you for watching. Gang. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, uh, I mean, that's good. I mean, it's it's natural. I think that it's easier for people to go from the center right to the far right, um, which is d Democrat. And like, it's, it's interesting. Um, he included Bernie. Bernie Sanders is an independent. He's always been an independent. Um, and, you know, Bernie Sanders leads with policy, you know, as, as loud and all that, that he, that he is in the show for showmanship, it's about policy. And so for me being a leftist, that's where I am, you know, um, it's about policy. Again, this is, this is like the third, why I left the left. And other than having deep-seated, you know, Christian values, which is far enough like your pro-life and your anti-LGBTQ, there isn't, what else is there, you know? He mentioned um, not liking rich people. It's not rich people, it's wealthy people. We're talking about you know, Jeff Bezos, we're talking about Bill Gates, we're talking about these people. We're not talking about your parents, if they own like a business or a little store. If anything, it would help them because finally, like there is, the more money you make, you should be taxed more because the thing is that if you're not taxed, then you're gonna be getting exponentially bigger and that's going to cr crush small businesses like mom and pop stores. Like, like, um, matter of fact, the stimulus bill that came out gave more. And this was in, this was June 26, 2020. This was this year. This is literally after the stimulus bill that screwed over mom and pop stores because, you know, it disproportionately went to these big businesses that don't pay any taxes or anything. And all Bernie Sanders was like, yeah, they should pay their fair share. That's the only thing that is like, uh, you know. All right. That was my react. So uh, please leave a, a like. If not, you can leave a dislike, whatever, you know, but click either like or dislike and leave a comment below. I do read all the comments. Um, please, okay, please don't make them like really bad, like using a lot of swear words and stuff like that. Not that it bothers me, it's that I can't reply to them because there are some replies. Let me see if I can show you guys. So, Nope, I was able to reply to that one. Okay, this one right here. I can't reply to this. I think um, YouTube, um, watch, see? It, it doesn't take me to it. Yeah, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't take me to it. So I think what happens is that YouTube um, censors, automatically censors, Ne like really like if you're using a lot of dirty words so try and try to censor yourself if you want to be negative and leave it below um so like this right here bro you seem beta no this one right here i'm able to to click on it and, and reply to it and i did okay so um please leave a comment
um, please subscribe. Even if you are conservative, I want people conservatives to to join, ask questions, challenge my beliefs. Please, I'm asking you. Um, and that's all.